Hey everyone, it's Kaylee from the Balanced Life with Kaylee podcast, and we are back with another joint episode. Today, we are joined by Nicole of Flow and Flourish for a little girlfriend's check-in. You ready to dive in, Nicole? Yes, ma'am, I am. All right, so as Beyonce said, let's go get them. <laughs> I want us to have some tea time where we discuss pop culture and current events. Let's start off with a story that just faded into the shadows, Gorilla Glue Girl. Oof. Yes. <laughs> So my take on the situation is layered. First off, a recent update, I found out that she just found out that she had lumps in her breast. So I guess this was all for something. Wow. Um, Yeah. So I guess this was all for something. But on the other hand, outside of that, just thinking about the decision in itself to use a Gorilla Glue, it was dumb. And I don't understand why she thought it was a good idea to try it or how after partially using it on some of her hair, she didn't think that something was off. But I also, at the same time, I felt bad for her because she was suffering and she went through a lot, mm-hmm. you know? So I did feel bad for her and I'm glad that she was able to retain her hair. But all of this though, to me, stems from the pressure to slick down our hair at all times. Like I've stopped using products to do so. I just let my fro, fro. If it's not sleek, oh well. <laughs> like that's just how it is. You get what you get. Natural yes. Yeah, it's just that your natural state. So what's your take on the situation? Yeah, I mean, I don't understand how or why she used the Gorilla Glue in the first place. And similar to your views, right? Like, I do think that it was crazy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But also, I do feel bad for the suffering that she went through. And my sister and I were actually talking about this the other day or a couple weeks ago. And as a result of this, though, she's gotten so much positive attention that is going to, I believe, help her. Right. Like Mm -hmm. didn't Beyonce reach out and a whole bunch of other celebrities like her stylist helped her just so many other things. And so I would hope that she didn't really do all of this in an effort to get that sort of contact and publicity because of some underlying condition and I pray that all is well with the lumps but girl yeah there were uh way too many memes floating around and even um my sister was helping me with something she was putting some oil on my hair and was like let me make sure this isn't uh I'm like girl (laughs) right after all of that you gotta double check like how dare you don't play with me Exactly. But you know what, though? Something that I did see. So Gorilla Glue Girl, she created a like a dance for people to do kind of like TikTok dancing. What? Yes. I'm so outdone. Oh, yes. Okay, girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I was going to say, too. So you mentioned that, you know, you feel like all of this stems from us needing to slick down our hair. And I just wanted to add that I agree because as somebody who has been natural since like what, 2012? Yeah. So wow. It's been eight years now. Um, I'm the same way. Like every now and again, you might catch me slick something down, but it's not like, I'm not going out of my way. I love my curls. Mm-hmm. Even when I blow out my hair, like I'm not really putting anything on my edges because too often we do feel like we have to fit into this box as women with natural hair. And I have a daughter who has um, very, very curly hair. And I noticed early on that she was wanting to flat iron it, like really at, I don't know, I want to say 
seven, eight. And so in order to help her embrace her curls, I had to learn how to do the same thing. So just want you to know I'm all the way with you. Let that fro fro. Exactly. Like, I'm so proud of my natural hair. Like, let me tell you, when I went to Beyonce and Jay-Z's like on the run to concert, when he mm-hmm. said that line, the fro that I grow got no permanent, I was wild and <laughs> just just showing the fro, just showing it. So I'm not about to sit here and try to make it sleek to appease some kind of standards. I'm gonna let my fro fro. Yes. Girl, one more thing too. So my yeah. sister is actually ordering up, ordering, not ordering. She's um starting a beauty supply and so some of the stuff just came in and I'm not against weave and wigs and whatnot but they have some really pretty fro wigs that I've never seen I'm like you know what I might get me one of them <laughs> <laughs> no they do have some good ones I've seen some myself I'm like you know what I've, I've thought about it myself you ain't alone so when you see me in that fro wig I'm gonna tag you and let you know that I'm letting my fro fro <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> I'll be looking for that tag. <laughs> cool. So now let's talk couples. So Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey. I want to believe it's real love. And that, you know, both are loving each other out loud, which is what you want to see. But mm-hmm. the pace of it and the pap shots, they give me PR vibes. So I'm in mm-hmm. the middle with this one. What do you think? Again, I'm right with you because while... I really love Michael B. Jordan and husband. If you're listening, you know, you are my number one in my eye and in my heart and all of that. But I was like, wow, okay, this is what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think it's PR too. Like, I feel like they're doing it for the cameras and, you know, Lori's had some relationships and whatnot. And I don't know. I think it's, it's for the camera more than anything. Cause it was just, to us from the outside viewing it was just so sudden it was fast fast yeah and like they out here just all lovey-dovey like they've been together for four years and stuff and it's just like you haven't like it's just Mm -hmm. like where when yeah (laughs) exactly like it just seems so fast and there's also rumors that Michael B. Jordan might not be into black women. So some people wonder, the streets what? are wondering. Yeah. It's publicity stunt. Like, see? Wow. hmm I hope that's not the case. I really do. Me too. But I don't know about them, girl. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's real love. <laughs> I get PR vibes too. <laughs> exactly. And we're gonna be on the hush hush, but there's other PR couples out there. But they there, we know they exist. We are not gonna name any names, but yes, ma'am. Exactly. We're gonna keep that on the low. But anyways, <laughs> so Kim Kardashian officially filed for divorce from Kanye. So I dislike them both, if I'm gonna be honest. Um <laughs> not gonna like, you know, be lying. I'm gonna not, I'm just gonna be transparent here. Yeah. But um I honestly think this is a good decision for both of them. To me, this is kind of a finally type of thing, not a shocking thing. Mm-hmm. It's just something that needed to happen. Kanye voiced very publicly um, how unhappy he was. And he's also like very unstable and Kim doesn't have to deal with that. I believe in the sanctity of marriage and honoring vows and trying to make it work, but not everything is meant to work. And no one should keep themselves trapped in a bad or toxic situation just to be married or just to have someone or to honor a vow that I'm sure God could understand you breaking. But mm-hmm. what's your take on the situation and marriage as a whole? 
Yeah, like I'm with you. I believe in marriage wholeheartedly. I am going on nine years of marriage to my husband. And so while I know that there are ups and downs in any relationship, and yes, you say I do till death do us part, but I'm not about toxicity, right? Like if Mm -hmm. it is unhealthy, call a thing a thing. And personally, we've gone through a situation where my husband and I separated because it was unhealthy. And so with both Kanye and Kim, like I am a Kanye fan. Um, I've never really liked Kim Kardashian because of how she got into the scene, but I respect her business savvy. right? Right. And so as far as them though, like I do think that it it's time and it's better for both of them because I never really thought that it would last this long, if I'm being honest. Um, (laughs) And I do feel like Kanye has lost his mind quite a bit since being married to her. And I'm not saying that's her fault or any of that, but I am, of course, not ever happy to see a marriage split up, but I think that it's for the right reasons. And I pray that they both find what they need and they get some healing and, and all of that. So. Yeah. Cause you don't want a toxic situation, especially when there's kids involved because they don't deserve that. So that's another reason why I'm like, I'm glad they're doing this because there's four kids involved. They don't need to be around parents who aren't the best together. You know, you can peacefully co-parent. Yeah, absolutely. And we as parents sometimes don't even realize how much our dysfunction or lack of communication and all of that is embedding unhealthy habits into our children. And so with those four, yeah, they'll find a way to co-parent and heck, they got the money to do it. They'll be all right. I hope that they're able to really just still provide some sort of really good newer foundation as they go their separate ways so that the kids are the impact is minimized, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, you mentioned you're a Kanye fan. I'm a Beyonce fan. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> so I have to talk about the Icy Park release. And I have mm-hmm. to talk about Blue Ivy's cameo. So let me just say I did cop me a few items. Okay. okay. I'm so excited okay. about. Anyways, Blue Ivy was so cute in the cameo. Like, she was just so spirited in that promotional video. And her hair, it looked gorgeous. Yes. And I just hope everyone who was talking about her hair when she was a baby has all the egg in the world on their face. Like, and again, I just think that just always comes from pressure to be anything other than our natural state. We got to be sleek and we got to be respectable, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, first, I'm a huge Beyonce fan, much, much more than Kanye. I'm riding with Kanye because <laughs> he's from Chicago, right? And his first couple albums were dope. But when it comes to Beyonce, like, I'm beehive all day. Yes, girl, <laughs> so yes. When they were throwing shade at Blue Ivy, like, as a mom, I'm like, that's just wrong. Like, leave the girl alone. Let her be. And the fact that she came out glowing in her promotional videos and she looked so good, like... I love it. I love it. I love it. And it speaks to the kind of young lady that both Jay and B are raising, right? Like she's comfortable being herself and doesn't have to conform. And I think that that is teaching all of us that we can and should do the same things, be who we are. Mm-hmm. And I think that is echoed in, you know, Black is King, just be who you are, especially mm-hmm. a brown skin girl, like just telling you to be and embrace who you are. 
So for sure, I agree with that. Yes, I love it. So speaking of brown skin, girl, I just want to shift into current events and it's out of the news cycle now, but I didn't get a chance to address it until now. And I felt it was important to address it. The death of the, and I say the Cicely Mm. Tyson. How did you feel when you heard the news? Um, Honestly, I was saddened and kind of devastated, but also at peace at the same time, um, because she's been such a phenomenal role model to girls that look like me and to know that she lived her full life, like full, full life. Like that's the piece that made me be at peace, but definitely sad because we don't have a whole lot of those anymore, right? That Mm -hmm. are really flourishing in that light, in that way and showing up for us in a classy way, right? Like not to say that you know, what Cardi B and Meg The Stallion and stuff, you know, they're doing what they're doing, but in a way that exudes elegance. And it's just, we truly, we lost a legend. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I was very saddened and it, it's hard losing legends, especially Black ones. And, mm-hmm. you know, she was just on TV two days prior to her death and she was still so vibrant and still standing in who she was, you know, and like you said, the comfort comes in knowing that she had a long and fulfilled life, that she did so much, that she gave so much, that she served as an inspiration for so many. Mm-hmm. And um, I gave her her flowers previously before she passed, which I'm grateful for. I believe people deserve their flowers before they're gone. Yep. But yeah, I just want to take this moment to give her, her flowers again and just say thank you for your work and inspiration. Yes. Oh, I love it. And I thank her. Thank you, Cecily, for everything that you contributed and giving me somebody to look up to and for my daughter to know as well. 17-year-old daughter was also impacted by Cecily's passing. So that speaks volumes. Absolutely. Now let's shift into a topic we can all relate to, work-life balance. Nicole, I'm going to let you lead this discussion. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, yes, work-life balance. This is my pride and joy. Um, As someone who has spent over 20 years in corporate America with over a decade of HR under my belt, I have consistently been helping people to figure out how to have work-life balance from inside of the corporate space. And now as a capacity coach, I'm literally helping women create balance between their personal and their professional lives by understanding how that's tied to their capacity. And so um, being able to do that, I focus on a couple of different areas. So I have these five pillars and they're called the pillars of flow because I firmly believe that when you're able to flow F effortlessly, you're able to show up and thrive tremendously in every single area of your life. And oftentimes, because we are women that are doing the most all the time, because that's, you know, something that we too were taught to do everything for everybody all of the time, Mm -hmm. we put ourselves on the back burner. And so as a capacity coach, I love, love, love really being able to help women understand that you don't have to do that. You don't have to burn yourself out. And there really is a such thing as balance. And it may not look identical to somebody else's. That's why it's for you, right? Like there's 
it's not a one size fits all approach, but it is rooted specifically in prioritizing your self-care. If you are really looking to create work-life balance, you have to be able to prioritize yourself and uh, practice self-care. And then you'll be able to show up and be refreshed and be fulfilled in the work that you're doing. And then also love how your life looks outside of work. Absolutely. So just tell me a little bit more about how you help them with capacity management. Because girl, I need help work-life balance. So just give me all the tips right now. Yes, ma'am. First and foremost, I offer a couple of different programs. I have something called a balance booster. Um, And again, each and every one of the things that I do is rooted in five pillars. And so that is heart flow, which is all about everything that's literally flowing from your heart. I believe what's going on in your heart eventually comes out in your mouth and in your actions. And I'm helping women to really get honest about what's going on in their heart. So the people, the relationships, you know, being honest about if that relationship really is toxic and it's time for you to let it go, or if you've outgrown your job, like all of those different things that are in your heart. We also have workflow. And again, that is really focusing on, you know, you being able to be fulfilled in the work that you're doing. So if you're showing up to work and feeling like, ooh, I hate this place, I'm here just for the paycheck, sis, that's a whole problem. Like we need to talk about that and figure out, you know, what is it that is making it unfulfilling for you? And then we have health flow. And I really focus on mental, physical, and emotional health. And I have to say, um, the reason that I focus on these three is because I literally ran myself into the ground to the point where I was in ICU fighting for my life because of the amount of stress that I had. And it stemmed from having zero, zilch, nada, work-life balance. And so I really focus a lot here in helping us to um, identify what our real priorities are, getting back in touch with what our values are, and then setting our lives up on our terms to support that. So doing that through your mental, emotional, and physical health. And then we also have cash flow. So you got to have money. Money makes the world go around. Right. And <laughs> being able to understand our relationship with money. Because I learned as I got into this coaching space and entrepreneurial space, being the CEO of my own life and business, that, girl, if you have these, you know, limiting beliefs around money. Like if you believe that money does not grow on trees or that you have to work 10 times harder than everybody else to get money, then it's not going to flow to you. So I help you really get to the root of what those underlying um, limiting beliefs may be that keep you from attracting the money that you so desire. And then last but not least, it's faith flow. So helping you understand what is your faith really rooted in, right? And not to get all religious and any of that because anybody who believes in a higher purpose and a being, I believe is spiritual. Um, And so really just helping you tap into that so that you can get through the stuff that's going on in your heart so that you you can manage what may be going on physically, mentally, and emotionally. So I work in each and every one of those areas to, again, really get to the root of what's blocking your flow so that you can create balance because each and every one of those are interconnected. Awesome. Like, 
limited belief, that's something, yes, girl, that I'm glad that you work on with people because we do limit our beliefs and that does block us and hold us back. And I'm also glad that you have that faith flow. And they always say faith without works is dead, but you know, work without faith is also dead. <laughs> exactly. Um, Can we get that on a t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, cause people got to know it. Like you got to have the faith too. You can do the work, but you got to have the faith. So yeah. And even with the limiting beliefs, right? I firmly believe, and I learned this from one of my mentors, Patrice Washington, that you don't get what you want, you get what you believe. So if you believe that, you know, you can't get a job that pays more than, you know, $20,000 a year, or if you believe that you don't deserve to be in a healthy, happy, harmonious relationship, you're not going to have that. So yeah, you got to get down to those beliefs. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure. And so listen, y'all, y'all know a goal of my show is to help people in some way. So we thought it would be a great idea to share some affirmations and journal prompts. So get your notes app ready because I'm about to share a few and then Nicole will too. So y'all better have the notes app open. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So first I would like to offer the following five affirmations. I embrace the greatness within me. I am enough. I am worthy of happiness and success. I inhale confidence and exhale doubt. I will not let society dictate who I am. And then a bonus, I give myself permission to do what is right for me. And there's so many journals. Those are good. Can I just tell you? Wow, those are good. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I wanted to pick some great ones because I really wanted to drive home so many purposeful things within people. So I'm glad that you're feeling them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I am enough is actually uh, one of the ones that I have too. like a couple of them I have on mine. I'm like, okay, all right, let me switch it up. (laughs) You know how they say great minds think alike, girl. (laughs) All the time. (laughs) All the time. (laughs) So, you know, like there's so many journal prompts to choose from, but here are two that I think you should write and reflect on the first. What is something you need to let go of? What is haunting you or weighing you down? And how can you make peace with this? Another prompt, celebrate your strengths. Make a list of all of your good qualities and strengths. And I'm cheating a little bit here, but I'm going to offer two bonus prompts. Make a list with the headings of family, friends, work, and self. Under each heading or category, however you want to phrase it, list all the things and the ways that you pour, give pieces of yourself to it. The goal is to see if you're balancing your life or neglecting yourself. And I feel this aligns so much, Nicole, with what you do with your work. Mm-hmm. And the last prompt, I promise y'all, um, write <laughs> three realistic goals you like to achieve in your lifetime. Now I'm going to turn it over to Nicole. Yeah, like I want to say before I jump into my affirmations and journal prompts, I just love that you are reminding people to think about how they're pouring into other people because as the capacity queen and capacity coach, I cannot stress enough how most of us don't really need better time management or another system. We need to understand where our time is going to and often it's to everybody else but ourselves. So I love that. Mm -hmm. And as well as the make a list because that's literally something that I do. I write down, you know, 
as a, so I write down, I put myself first. So for me personally, right. Mm -hmm. And then as a mom, as a wife, as you know, an employee, when I was in corporate and as an entrepreneur, as a friend, as a daughter, like what are the different things that I need to do? And how am I making sure that I'm balancing that with making myself the priority? So we definitely are on the same page, (laughs) ma'am. Good. Okay, now for these affirmations, um, these are things that I definitely say and I use with my clients. So the first one is, I am healthier than I've ever been. And I think that's super important in the middle of a pandemic because so many of us are worried and wiping off our groceries and doubling up on masks. And just if we affirm that, you know, I'm healthier than I've ever been, you're going to continue to attract that. Mm-hmm. Um, money flows to me freely and effortlessly. I am bold, courageous, and gifted. I am manifesting God's promises. I am worthy and deserving of love. And I know you said five, but I had to give a bonus one. So don't hurt me, girl. <laughs> I cheated too. So you are um, good. <laughs> it's, I give myself the same grace I give everybody else. Because we are so quick to extend that grace. Like we have to learn how to talk to ourselves, how we would talk to our best friends, our sisters, our cousins, or even somebody on the street. So I practice saying that and practicing that as well. Absolutely. Like sometimes I hear people say, I'm sorry to interrupt you, girl, but they say like, you know, speak to yourself as you would a little child, you know, give yourself Mm -hmm. that same compassion. So for sure, I'm I'm with you. Yay, good. Okay, now with these journal prompts, um, I also gave three. And speaking of self-compassion, the first one that I have is, you know, to journal, ask yourself, if I could talk to my younger self, what would I say? Because so much of what we believe is rooted in who we were years and years and years ago. So being able to really you know, have that conversation on paper and bring some healing and closure and even awareness to what you maybe went through early on will help you so, so much as an adult life. Because how often have you heard yourself say, oh, if I could turn back the hands of time, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, The second one is what are you worried about and why? And this is where that faith comes in. Really thinking about and working in this heart flow pillar, what's going on in your heart? Why are you worried about it? You know, what is it? And once you've been able to really journal that out, oftentimes you come up with solutions or the facts as to like, you know, I don't even have to be worried about that because X, Y, and Z. And the third and bonus one is journaling about and asking yourself, what are the things that have been causing me tension lately? Because in that I really believe that awareness is everything and bringing awareness to what is not working and literally calling causing you tension in your body whether it's muscle pain or headache pain or you know you snapping because you're irritated identifying what those things are so that you can release them and replace them with something that is not causing you that tension so that's what I got for you all right. Y'all, hopefully you got it down in your notes app, record it. You can rewind it back, y'all. Y'all can do all of that. <laughs> y'all tech savvy, you know what's up. So hopefully <laughs> these help you in some way. That was our goal with that. 
Now, Nicole, I want to say one thing I love about your show is the sister friend concept. There are people out there who are lonely, they're lost, and need a real conversation that feels like they're talking to someone they hold dear, or they need that real conversation that'll help guide them in some way. And so for me, anything that makes people feel connected or heard or seen or helps them in some way is a win in my book. So I just want to thank you for the work that you do. Yes. And I just want to echo those same sentiments like ditto, because I really love the work that you're doing as well, really helping all of us to understand how important it is to have balance, right? Like literally you're working on the balanced life. This is what it's all about. And being able to understand what is serving you, what is not serving you and helping us and giving us useful and practical tips, right? It's not all um, fluff. It's really things that we can do. And so I love the health and wealth that you're putting out into the world. Thank you. That means a lot. (laughs) You're welcome. Awesome. So before we go, I want to play a game and we're going to freestyle it, y'all. I have not had a single thing written down. So we're really freestyling this. (laughs) We sure are. (laughs) (laughs) So we have 60 seconds to find four things we have in common. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right. I'm going to set the timer and we're going to start it. All right. So I know you love Beyonce. So I've been to a Beyonce concert. I have not. Oh my gosh. Okay. You need to girl. Whenever the outside open back up. Um, as soon as outside open, I'm back. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Um, I love drinking tea. I do too. Okay. So we got one thing. Okay. Um, so let's see. I'm trying to think, y'all. I'm freestyling off the top of my head. Um, one of my favorite shows to watch back in the day was Girlfriends. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I just realized it's back on Netflix and I've been binge watching. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Okay. So we got two things. Um, three. Let me see. Um, I love wearing. Okay. I love wearing. I don't know. I love wearing the color white. I do too. Honestly, like I just bought this really nice white shirt to go with these cute white and silver heels that I have. So white makes me feel extra clean, like so fresh and so clean, clean. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So we ran out of time, but we got three things. So we got something. We did something. (laughs) We did. Go us and going on the fly, right? I know exactly because I didn't have a single thing written down and my brain is already fried from the day. So I'm glad that I was able to think of something. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right, y'all. So it is a wrap. Thank you, Nicole, for joining me today. You are so welcome. Thank you for having me and please keep doing what you're doing. We need you. Absolutely. Thank you. Be sure to rate both of our shows on Apple, send a link to both of our shows to your friends and keep tuning in to both of our shows. Wishing you all love, light, and safety, and we'll see you soon.